welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have D. Neil Elliott, author of A Higher Road. He's a speaker and the project manager. And today we're going to talk all about his journey to writing his book, to becoming a speaker, and how he's a mental health advocate. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm very well, Alexa, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here today. It's a pleasure to have you. <laughs> I'm excited to just talk to you and to get your story, because like I say on a lot of these podcasts, we all have our story. Um, we've all gone through trials and tribulations, and the best way to learn and other people to get to learn is by talking. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, 20 minutes, we'll keep it brief. <laughs> yes, I could. We could talk for hours, but I don't know if people want to listen to that, unfortunately, for hours, but we can. <laughs> um, so Tell us a little bit about you and kind of like where you got started from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, born in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, lived in Canada my entire life, uh, but traveled the world. Uh, born in 1960. So I'll be 62 in May. Oh. Uh, mar second marriage, three kids between the two of us, five grandkids. They're all in Texas. Mm. Uh, and I'm a professional engineer with an MBA, and I've worked in the hydroelectric industry for over 30 years. Very different um, going from an engineer to being a speaker and writer. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, uh, so the the short strokes are, um, for, and all of this will be described in a higher road in much more detail because we don't have a lot of time today. Um <clears throat> Every event and every experience that comes into our lives, we create ourselves. And if you read A Higher Road, you'll understand that. Uh, from 2002 to 2015, I slowly drove myself into this really deep and despondent depression. And in 2015, I realized I was there and I uh, was asking questions of myself of what's the point of life? Why are we here? I worked hard. I made a lot of money. I spent a lot of money, but I just couldn't seem to get ahead. And I wasn't internally, I wasn't happy. Everybody thought on the outside looking in, I'm successful. I do well. I'm kind. I'm polite. I'm you know good at what I do, all of that stuff. And we're such great actors in our environment. We can put forth whatever we want. Yes. Very true. So so family, friends, no one knew I was in the state. Wife didn't know I was in the state. Uh, so in 2015, I picked up some scientific books and I picked up some newly issued spiritual books. And I tried to go through a process to change how I thought. And I tried this in the 90s and it didn't work. Um, all great authors, all great processes, but I just couldn't make it work. And, and the reason you can't make it work is because you know, when you're growing up from babyhood to adulthood, what you're really doing is you're programming your subconscious and your unconscious mind, and you adopt and take on patterns of thinking and behavior. Mm -hmm. And depending how you think and how you feel um, will create like experiences and events that come to you in the future. Mm -hmm. And, um, because it's, you've programmed it in your subconscious mind, you actually can't just use your willpower to fundamentally change how you think. You need to have a process. And uh, in 2015, so I picked up some books and I was reading them all, again, all great stuff. 
but I just couldn't make it work. And it got to the point where in November, 2017, our house had been on the market for five years. It sold. And uh, my wife got on a plane to go visit family and friends in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I sat down at this little one bedroom rental apartment at a kitchen table and planned out and crafted my suicide note. Oh. And um, <clears throat> so I was planning it out about three, four months, ensure that my wife would be financially okay, say goodbye to family and friends without them knowing what I was going to do, and then just do that out in the future and get rid of all the stuff we accumulate over life that we don't use and don't need and burden yeah. everybody. <laughs> burden everybody after death because they have to deal with if you haven't so um <clears throat> fortunately for me about a week prior some information had fortuitously arrived uh, uh in front of me and it promised to liberate me from my thinking if i studied it and followed it and I didn't know if it was going to work or not, but, you know, I was hanging on to anything that I could, yeah. you know, kind of stay alive and keep going. And um, <clears throat> so I thought, okay, well, I'll push out the suicide and I'll give this a go. And uh, a year later, I woke up and my depression was totally gone. I was full of this inner peace and love wow. and joy and um, felt totally prosperous and abundant. And... Um, <clears throat> 13 months after, so late December 2018, I went into two meditations, two days apart. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you go in these meditations, everything, all of this is all described in a higher road. But when you go through these meditations, you uh, shift into higher vibrational frequencies of uh, consciousness. And uh, so I shift into these high vibrational frequencies of consciousness. And then I felt this spiritual energy flow in through my head envelop my body and completely bathe me in unconditional love. I felt non-judged. I felt totally supported. I didn't care what aches or pains my body had. I didn't care what anybody had done to me in the past. I just wanted to stay there forever. And I can now say that now I'm in my fourth year of uh, doing these, doing this work. And it has been this evolving spiritual awakening since that time. That's awesome. And yeah, so what I wanted to do is I wanted to share this with everybody and I share this from the rooftops and I thought, well, I'm going to be looked at like an idiot. So I won't do that. So it took <laughs> me a couple, so it took me a couple of years to figure out the best way to do it's to write a book. So the book is very candid. The book is these concrete rational steps that bridge this gap between what we know in science today so between uh, spirituality and science and it gives you a really concrete process to go in and to no matter where you are in life ill or healthy happy depressed you know living in the street or living in a mansion we can never accurately judge the inner reality of another person they could be mm -hmm. quite affable and kind and considerate yep. and uh, they might be a total misery inside. And conversely, we can never judge someone who seems to be quite miserable. We can never fully assess the innate goodness inside them. Right. So, so, uh, so my goal with this is um, to help people and the more 
people that make this shift in consciousness uh, that totally transforms your life, we will eventually help bring this world into a new era of love and peace. And that's my goal is to help make these shifts in consciousness to help individuals transform their lives. And this, my book is, uh, you know, it's these concrete seven steps to uh, a seven step process to inner peace, joy, love, abundance and prosperity. And if you follow it, you'll go through this process of understanding the truth of our origins, why we're here, what our purpose is. And you can then make a conscious decision for yourself whether you want to make this transformation or carry on life like you do. So my recommended way to read a higher road is read it cover to cover, understand the process in its entirety, and then make a decision for yourself. I love that. I think that is important. I think you need to take all the opportunities that you can to really see where life can take you. Absolutely. And it's life is a journey. And in reality, life is an inward journey. None of your externalities uh, that, uh, you know, kind of influence and drive your thinking and your behaviors and your reactions in life are actually um, have nothing to do with your real journey. Your real journey is to go within. But you need to be able, but you need a process to do that. And these, this pre-programming that we've done in our subconscious and unconscious minds, when you have a process that can actually, those, those thinking and feeling that you've programmed are like concrete, they're very hard to break up and dissolve. And uh, you can't just use your willpower to do it because that's like using honey to try and clean up a mess of honey. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you need some other process to do that. And that's what this process is. It's going to give you new knowledge. It's going to give you new understanding of the universe and why we're here. And it's going to give you this process to go through and uh, break up and dissolve these patterns of thinking and feeling so that you can replace them with and rebuild your consciousness to be consistent with the source of our being. And when you do that, your thinking and feeling becomes consistent with unconditional love. And when you and when you go through this process, then you begin to have this spiritual awakening. And I told you, it totally transforms your life, how you view things in the world, how you view every circumstance in the world and, uh, and whatever is going on around you. I love that's great. Um, where, how was your family during all this time? Were they supportive? When did you, at some point, did you tell like your wife or anyone about what you had planned? Like after once you hadn't done it anymore? I didn't tell anybody until I was writing the book. So that was, okay. that's probably two and a half years after I began this process. I needed okay. to figure out how I could talk to people about this before I told them anything like that. My wife was not happy. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> she was, um, you know, as it, would, it was a shock to her. And she, you know, I mean, it's easy to blame yourself and go, well, why didn't I see it? But, you know, if you talk to any survivor of a, a family member or a spouse that has committed suicide, yeah. they will all tell you they didn't know. And they will all try and blame themselves for not knowing. You, you just can't know. Yeah. So, so 
you know, everybody's individual, you know, yourself, you think in a certain way, and you have an interaction with somebody and you might be very kind and considerate and polite to them, but you may feel the exact opposite of that. Right. They will, they won't know unless you actually tell them. Right. Because each of us, like, and I can't think and process like how you would do it or vice versa. It's like, you only really know yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you just, and it's like, you can only ask someone, are you okay? Like, how's everything going so many times just to be, just out of curiosity, like just checking in, like, even if you seem okay, someone might be like, I'm here for you if you ever need anything, but it kind of comes off at a weird time too. Like, why are you telling me this? Even though it could be exactly what they need to hear, but you, it would feel weird to a lot of other people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we let our externalities drive our environment, but really what we see in the world is really just a reflection of our beliefs. If you change your beliefs, even though nothing changes your environment, you change your beliefs, you change with what you see. Yeah. And I think when your beliefs change, sometimes your environment does too. Like if you're becoming more positive or more uh, happier, things are starting to happen that you don't even realize, or you might've missed it otherwise. Absolutely. These shifts will happen. They'll happen slowly and imperceptibly until one day you wake up and realize that it's changed. Right. Like right now I've been, I've been doing a lot more habits, like kind of going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time, doing more walking, drinking wine, like trying to just give myself some inner peace and try and better myself the best that I can. And when I'm in a more positive space, I notice I get more sales or I get more interviews with certain people or just things, good things start to happen because I'm in a good place, or at least I'm noticing them more where maybe I wouldn't have noticed them had it been in a bad place. Yes. uh, And I would agree with all those statements. I think the thing is that when you, you attract to you um, like events and like experiences consistent with your thinking and your feeling. You think with electrical impulses in the brain and you feel with magnetic impulses in the nervous system. Your magnetic impulses center and bond your electrical thinking into this cohesive plan, this blueprint of a future event and future experience. And the more you reinforce that blueprint with uh, patterns of those thinking and feeling, you will eventually manifest that like experience into your circumstance. You'll never be able to connect it because it might take 10 years to happen. Yeah. And so you won't go back and you won't go, oh, this is the way I thought. This is the patterns of behavior that I adopted that brought this to me. But I can tell you that if you go through this seven-step process that I went through, um, you know, after some time, and it might be a year, it might be two or three years, you will actually understand that uh, how all of this actually works and uh that it is actually a you know i'm agnostic so i grew up agnostic i'm not religious but i'm going to use this language it's a divine process to um to help your soul learn the lessons that it needs to learn while it's here in this school we call earth yep i love everything you've said i think it's so true and i just think we all need to do what we can to better ourselves. Um, It'll help us and everybody else in the long run. Absolutely. Everybody around you. Absolutely.
Um, before I let you go, I want to play a game with you. And um, it's just a five question um, rapid fire. And it's just a little bit about you. And then we'll let you, I'll let you tell us where we can find you. Okay, perfect. All right. The first question is drink of choice. I'm sorry, say that again. Drink of choice. My drink of choice? Water. Yes. All right. Um, favorite movie, TV show, or both? Or neither? Uh, I think Ted Lasso is a good one. Okay. Yeah, I've had a few people have said that. Um, words of advice to your younger self? Uh, life is an inward journey. Don't let the externalities drive your thinking, feeling, and reactions in life. Five words to describe yourself. Limited to five, eh? Um, <laughs> Just start. <laughs> uh, an evolving... Uh, I, uh, five words to describe myself. Um, an evolving spiritual soul emanating unconditional love. I love that. And the last one is, what does success mean to you? Spiritual awakening and helping others do the same process that I've gone through. Beautiful. Um, where can we find you? Uh, so uh, website is dneilelliot.com. An easy way to get there is ahigherroad.com. All right. And then your book and everything is there too. It is. But let me tell everybody. So a book is called A Higher Road. Cleanse Your Consciousness to Transcend the Ego and Ascend Spiritually. A Seven-Step Process to Inner Peace, Joy, Love, Abundance, and Prosperity by D. Neil Elliott. And the book is available wherever books are sold in uh, print or uh, ebook form, Kindle, Apple, Nook, Kobo, and, uh, you know, Amazon, you can order it from your bookstore or Amazon has it and it's available globally. And, uh, and they're pretty efficient at delivery if, uh, if you order the print book. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and it's been a pleasure. And this was another episode of Hey Alexa. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.